escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. And tonight on Johnny's Prime, drama in Parliament as Deputy Minority Whip brings sanitary parts and menstrual cloth to the floor of Parliament demanding... The removal of taxes on all sanitary parts as the 2024 budget debate nears conclusion. Mr. Speaker, this is what the girls in the rural communities are using. That's why we are crying. That allowed them to also get this one free of charge. Well, she got a response from a deputy minister for finance. We all as women appreciates this and that is why government as a first step is taking out or removing the taxes on these locally manufactured sanitary towels again why has president ecofado refused to sign the law that criminalizes witchcraft accusations for months after it was passed those bills have not been sent to the president but it hasn't the speaker knows about it and I'm surprised that he came and, uh, and made this address, made it appear as if the president was trampling upon the constitution. Nothing can be further from the truth. Oh, the minority says the president is breaching the constitution. The bills after approval, after passage by this house, was sent to the president months ago, Mr. Speaker. It's almost two months now. So clearly, Mr. Speaker, there is a constitutional breach. Also coming up, the office of the special prosecutor suffers a setback as an Accra High Court questions an adverse finding against the former commissioner of the Customs Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority, Colonel Kojo Damwa, retired, and his deputy, Joseph Eduche. At 8 p.m., I hand over to uh, Emma Davis to bring you prime business. Economist Dr. Patrick Esuming welcomes hold on monetary policy rates at 30%, but says... We should expect that the credit rating will continue. I think the cost of credit will remain high for, for the foreseeable future. Even if they start you know, easing up the policy rate, reducing it, we cannot expect that it is going to go down substantially. At age 15, Razaguzba will be joining us with Transports. Well, former football star Gerard Asamoa wants the Ghana Football Association to give Chris Eaton more time as head coach of the Black Stars in order to build a more competitive side for the future. 
have the code to believe in him. Says, okay, hey, we have a project with you. Maybe in five in five years we want to be there. So then you need to believe the coach to, to work with the coach. So this is what I can say to the Mexico. Maybe it will be an idea to keep along on the coach. This is your home of independent, credible, and independent journalism. Stay with us for details. Join News Prime headlines was brought to you by don't take risks use a condom every time and thanks to malatu i kicked out malaya one time some spices yes now drama in parliament as deputy minority whip Comfort Doya Kujo took the 2024 budget debate to another level when she brought a sanitary pad and menstrual cloth to demand that the government removes all taxes on sanitary products for women. Finance Minister Ken Ofrat announced in the 2024 budget zero rate VAT on all locally manufactured sanitary parts. But Comfort Doya is not happy, insisting so many women and school children cannot afford and have had to resort to the use of pieces of cloth, which is unhealthy. There's more in the following report. The budget debate is almost over, and today we saw something different from what we've been seeing from MPs who are debating the 2024 budget and economic policy. The deputy minority who comfort Doyo Kujo was on the floor waving a piece of cloth and sanitary pad to make the case for the total removal of all taxes on sanitary parts. This is 20 Ghana in the market. And I spoke to the girls in the rural communities. I went run myself as with a vice chairperson for the women caucus in this house. And I asked them how they afford to get it. And the women told me those who have four girls said I have four girls who are in their poverty stage and they are menstruating. They cannot use 100 Ghana a month to buy for them because they cannot afford three square meals for them in a day. So what they, uh, they resort to is to use this one for them. And Mr. Speaker, this is what the girls in the rural communities are using. That's why we are crying. That allowed them to also get this one free of charge. The Deputy Finance Minister, Abinosi Asari, who was in Parliament at the time, sought to respond to the claims that had been made by the MP, insisting government had taken what she called the first steps. We all as women appreciate this, and that is why government as a first step is taking out or removing the taxes on these locally manufactured sanitary towels. And as a first step, Mr. Speaker, all the raw materials that are used that are imported to produce sanitary towels. Uh, we are bringing um, the revenue measure to Parliament to take out the import duties. And also, Mr. Speaker, beyond that, the locally manufactured ones to government is taking out the VAT. And that is the first step because, Mr. Speaker, these businesses will also have to thrive. And so we need to start from somewhere. And that is why government is taking up these initiatives.
It's not right. Tax. Tax the period. Uh, when you tax sanitary parts and parts, it's taxing their period. But the proposal has come to eliminate it, and that is what we are looking at. Tomorrow, the minority and majority leaders will conclude the debate on the 2024 budget and economic policy. We are going to hear more from the NDC on why they think this budget is useless and empty, whilst Osei Chairman Sabons is going to make the case for why he believes this budget is addressing some of the key economic issues that the ordinary Ghanaian has been facing over the last few years, which government has blamed on COVID and the war in Ukraine. Reporting for Joy News, Kiku Asante. Parliament House, Accra. Now, the minority in Parliament is accusing President Akufuado of breaching the Constitution of Ghana by his failure or refusal to sign into law an amendment to the Criminal and Other Offences Act, which criminalizes accusations of witchcraft and the practices of witchfinders. The bill, sponsored by Madina MP Francis Sosu, was passed in July this year, but four months down the line, the President has not signed the bill into law with a number of killings related to accusations of witchcraft recorded since then. The Criminal Offences Amendment Bill, together with the Witchcraft Bill, was approved by this House months ago. Speaker, these are bills that I have personally followed. And I'm aware that the bills after approval, after passage by this House, were sent to the President months ago, Mr. Speaker, so almost two months now. So clearly, Mr. Speaker, there is a constitutional breach. And this House must take steps to deal with the constitutional breach that we have seen on the Criminal Amendment Bill and that of the Witchcraft Amendment Bill. Mr. Speaker, it's important that we take steps to deal with that. Clearly, Mr. Speaker, the Constitution guides us as to what we have to do when the President fails to assent to bills that has been approved by this House. So, Mr. Speaker, we, we are in your hands so that in the coming days we may have to engage you and then take steps to have this matter resolved. Now, the Majority Leader, Sir Chairman Sabozo, has been explaining why the President has not signed the witchcraft bill passed in July. Addressing journalists, the Majority Leader said there have been substantial errors in some bills passed by Parliament, including the anti-witchcraft bill, for which reason it is yet to be sent officially to the President for his assent. He expressed surprise about the outburst of the Speaker and the minority that the President has sinned against the Constitution. Of course, the bill has come to be known as the anti-witchcraft bill. The Parliament has passed it and it was done in July. And um, ordinarily, it should have been sent to the, the President for his assent. I must state emphatically that those bills have not been sent to the President for his assent. The Speaker knows about it. And I'm surprised that he came and, and made this address made it appear as if the president was trampling upon the constitution. Nothing can be further from the truth. And going through, I realized that there were major challenges, things that parliament ought to have paid attention to. Unfortunately, I don't know whether it was because you were rushing through, you did not pay attention to them. So when I looked at them, I invited our um, officers at the legislative unit and drew their attention to them. Because when I looked at them, I made some comments. 
For instance, the head notes raises issues to do with, uh, you know, more or less uh, professional um, witchcraft hunters. Who's the professional witchcraft hunter? Right? I mean, that in itself is problematic. And then the, there were so many areas that there were uh, clear challenges. Uh, now, do you send that bill in that state to the president for his assent only for it to be uh, for it to come back, or maybe for the president in in the process of uh, assenting to it to chance upon these mistakes and send them back to us. Is that what you want to do? There's a third one that has gone to the president. That is also another criminal offences amendment bill. But that one, that one has some constitutional issues. You know, the Constitution provides that a bill, if a bill um, that is going to exact on the, on the uh, consolidated fund, it cannot be entertained in the House if it is not sponsored by the executive. Now, that bill relates to um, commuting executions to life sentences. If the courts pronounce that somebody uh, must be executed, and then you are saying that that person should not be executed, you will be sent to prison, maybe for life. Who takes care of that person? It's the state. Right? So the state then is going to have to spend money from the consolidated fund on that person. Well, members of the Coalition Against Witchcraft Accusations, Kawa, are also not happy with the president. Professor John Azuma is the executive director of SANE Institute and a member of Kawa. And he joins us live now for an interaction on that. Grateful for joining us, sir. Now, you are unhappy with the president. Why that? Yeah, good evening and good evening to your listeners. We are absolutely disheartened. We are very disappointed and very unhappy with the, with what is happening with the situation as it is now. This bill was actually passed in July, four good months ago. This bill was never rushed. This bill has been in the making for three years. Very important discussions, conversations have been held. And MPs met they went through the bill one line after the other. These MPs were not just lawmakers. They were consummate lawyers in their own right. And so, and some of us were part of the process throughout. And so for the my not majority leader to say that the bill has issues, it makes me really wonder what sort of errors and issues the bill could have. And the reference that he makes to is very, very innocuous. That should not, if he was never part of the discussions. And we heard after the bill was passed that the majority leader was absent. And when he came back, he called for the bill and put a hole on it because he wanted to make input. And so to say that the bill has flaws in it, has errors in it, this bill was bipartisan. It was passed by both sides of the House. Mm. It was unanimous. 
And so to make it look like it's a partisan bill when vulnerable lives are at stake is very, very disconcerting. That is why we are very, very unhappy. Mm. So if you, you disbelieve that the bill is fraught with errors, what do you think could possibly explain the delay in the president signing or assenting to this bill? Well, we are entering into the realm of conjecture, and I, I, we have our own suppositions, we have our own suspicions. You know, as we have been working on this, we have known that all along, that the witchcraft accusation, there are people who have made it a big business. There are some powerful people who are benefiting from the witchcraft accusation. And the witchcraft accusation, the victims are largely, almost wholly vulnerable, voiceless, rural, marginalized women. Not many people care about such people, about the victims. And yet there are powerful voices. Some are pastors. And I'm sad to say because I'm a pastor myself. Some are community leaders, and they are benefiting from this witchcraft accusation business. And they would, we would not be surprised that some of them are behind the scenes lobbying to make sure that the bill is not assented to. The president is a human rights lawyer. When people have been killed in the past on witchcraft accusation, the president has come out to renounce and denounce and, and, and call it all the right names as barbaric, as unacceptable, that it must not be happening in the present day Ghana. Mm. The president has had the opportunity for good months to sign this bill into law. And the constitution says that if there are issues they should point them back to the parliament. They have had four good months. No action has been taken. This tells you, my brother, that common, ordinary, poor people in Ghana never get a hearing. Nobody cares for their welfare and their mm. well-being. And that is what is so troubling to some of us. Okay. Um, any action you intend to embark on to force the president to assent to this bill? You know, we have been trying for the past number of weeks to even just visit the president. We didn't want to go public and to make noise in the public. We wanted to go and visit the presidency, submit a petition, call upon him, pleading with him to sign the bill. We have not had any success in that. We even have tried to meet the gender minister, the minister for gender, children, and social protection, under whose outfit something like this neatly falls. We have not had, we've not been, our efforts have not been met with any success. Okay. All of this is telling us that there are issues that somebody knows that we don't know, and when we knock the doors, and try all the back channels and the diplomatic channels, and it doesn't work, we will come out in the open. We will make noise. We will demonstrate. Because civil society organizations, this was a private member's bill. 
that we as civil society organizations worked very hard upon. Okay. And we will not sit down and let it be thwarted at this very last point. We will plead with the president that for the sake of his legacy as a human rights lawyer, as a lawyer himself, as the president of this nation, as someone who has compassion for vulnerable victims, he should sign the bill. If there are issues, they should point it out and they will be fixed. And the bill should be signed by this president as a testament to his long, illustrious legacy of human rights advocacy. Okay. Professor Azuma, I'm grateful to you for joining us tonight here on The Joy News Prime. Moving on to other stories. The Office of the Special Prosecutor has suffered another setback as an Accra High Court has quashed an adverse finding made against former Commissioner of the Customs Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority, Colonel Kwajo Jamma retired, and his deputy Joseph Eduche in its entirety. The court presented over by Justice William Bwampong quashed the adverse findings against the two on the Labianca case and pro prohibited the OSP against further Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Investigating, grounded on the adverse findings. But the OSP is fighting back, insisting that it did not constitute itself into a court or a commission of inquiry in arriving at the findings in the matter. The OSP's report in the Alabanca case accused the former commissioner and deputy commissioner of the Customs Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority of misconduct in granting favorable tax treatment to the Labianca company. Legal Affairs correspondent Richard Kwajonyako has more in this report. On August 3, 2022, the Office of the Special Prosecutor released a report on its investigations into alleged corruption and corruption-related offenses involving the Labianca group of companies and the Customs Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority. The OSP's report, among other things, implicated officials of La Bianca and the Customs Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority for their various roles which saw the company that deals in the importation of frozen foods benefiting from a reduction in the company's tax liabilities. One of the names mentioned by the OSP is Colonel Kwejo Damwa Retired, who was then the Commissioner of the Customs Division of the GRA. The OSP's investigations also found that a deputy commissioner of the Customs Division of the GRE, Joseph Ibiche, issued an ruling for importation made by La Bianca. The ruling was said to have been approved by Colonel Damar retired and did not appear to have been brought to the notice of the Commissioner General of the Ghana Revenue Authority. Colonel Damar accused the OSP of targeting his person in an attempt to bring him down. He intimated that the report was hollow and actuated by malice. The two, feeling dissatisfied, asked the High Court to quite adverse findings made against them by the OSP through a judicial review. The court granted the prayers of the two and quite the adverse findings made against them by the Office of the Special Prosecutor. The court indicated that the OSP acted in excess of its mandates. The court concluded that the OSP is not a court of competent jurisdiction or a commission of inquiry to make adverse findings. It also prohibited the OSP from further investigating Colonel Damois retired and Joseph Educhi in respect of these adverse findings. A cost of 10,000 Ghana cities was awarded against the Office of the Special Prosecutor. But the OSP has been fighting back. 
It insists it acted within its mandates. The OSP says it rejects the decision of the court in its entirety. And in arriving at the findings of the matter, the Office of the Special Prosecutor did not constitute itself into a court or a commission of inquiry. They say the findings were based on investigations carried out by its office and the OSP is mandated by law to publish detected acts of corruption and its publication of the investigation report is in accordance with its statutory mandates. They say the decision of the court is extremely inimical to the fight against corruption and the administration of justice for a court to prohibit investigations and they will not permit this decision to stand. Reporting from the court complex, my name is Richard Kwejunyakun for Joy News. Now, the minority in parliament says it stands by its position that the import restrictions legislation will rather collapse other industries contrary to claims by the sector minister, Katie Hammond. The NDC MP also holds the view that any policy close to import restrictions, which gives ultimate power to the sector minister, gives room for cronyism and corruption. Trade Minister Katie Hammond has been speaking to Evans Mingsa on recent developments. We are not banning. No, restricting. We're restricting. Yes. But we're restricting to the extent that we don't create famine in the country. How do you propose so, to do that? Well, exactly. So you see the committee that has been put together Agriculture Ministry, uh, Ministry, how many of them? Uh, you got a you have the ministry, you have the ministry of Greek, you have the finance ministry, you have the GRA, you have the food and, uh, food and uh, whatever, uh, what do FDA? Yes. They, they are all there. Go to the page. They are all Including there. The, 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 the associations like so AGI. All of them. All of them. And so there is this committee that meets and monitors food production in the country. So it's not a simple question of yes, um, sitting down one afternoon and determine that you can get a certificate or permit or not. No, the ministry is responsible, particularly agri. There have been quite a lot of liaison between our ministry and agri ministry before we came out uh, with this. Uh, we, we thought through. Um, if in the end, uh, the committee through the agri ministry tells us that uh, the there's a deficit, the deficit between the production and consumption in the country is this much. So this much has to be imported. It will be allowed through. It's as simple as that. So what, what you're saying is you would allow imports yes. so far as it doesn't create shortage locally? Absolutely. Of course, so far as it also doesn't flood uh, the, the, the system. So to the extent that there would be starvation in the country, we would ensure that the right quantity is allowed into the country. What we would not do, and repeatedly I'm making this point, is to simply get up and uh, arbitrary. All right, so, I mean, this, the, the full interview um, involving Evans, Mings, and the Trade Minister will be played on the PM Express tonight at 9 p.m. Do make a date uh, for the full interview if you missed out earlier. Um, that, that particular interview will be played again for you at 9 p.m. on PM Express, where the minister explains all the details about this particular 
uh, LI that he intends to lay in Parliament. Muntala Mohamed is former Deputy Trades Minister and member of the Trades Committee of Parliament, and he joins us via Zoom. Now, grateful for joining us. Now, the Trades Minister explains that the LI does not entirely ban the import of items into the country. So, this should rule out the fears that you have, right? Well, it shouldn't rule out the fears we have. Mm. Our concern, you know, all along has to do with the exclusive powers given to the Minister for Trade. And to be, on this issue, it's not just an MPP Minister of Trade. It can be abused by even an NDC Minister of Trade. If it is exclusive, the Minister who has the authority to grant anybody who wants to import anything into this country. And I think that for me, that is a very dangerous step the Minister wants to take. The other is you have... Well, so that's uh, the former Deputy Trade Minister, Mutala Mohammed, that uh, we're interacting with to find out what they do make of this, uh, uh, you know, ally. So we, we do have him back. You are making a point. Can he conclude? So we'll move on. But, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I conclude that, that, that statement for me. I'm saying that our concern on the mm. issue of it being abused or mm. potential of it being used abused has nothing to do with NDC MPP politics. Okay. It has to do with any minister of trade at any point in time. Okay. Again, on the issue of whether we have the capacity to produce enough to feed the country domestically, it is very clear that Evans, in engaging the minister, did a fantastic work by providing the minister with the figures of the goods the, that we have and our capacity to produce and the quantity we produce, which is woefully under, you know, the quantity that we need to feed the domestic mm. market. Mm. And for me, that is extremely no. worrying. Okay. It is, is the argument, the argument that there is a, a, a team, the argument that there is, there is a, a committee that would determine whether a license should be issued or renewed for me is neither here nor there. But, but, but honorable, honorable, don't you believe or agree that through the implementation of this policy, local industries will be empowered to meet up with demand. What what you do is that you put in the necessary policy intervention mm. that will boost production first and foremost. Mm. The reason why poultry farmers are not producing enough to feed the country is not that they are unwilling to do that, but they can't do that because of the cost of the input, particularly feed. Okay. I used to have a poultry farm. It's collapsed. I'm a farmer. And I can tell you, this year, a lot of farmers complain because best at the, the rice that we produce, particularly rice farmers. So I'm saying that you need to put in the necessary measures okay. to ensure that you boost local production before you come with such restrictions. It simply doesn't make sense. Okay. Now, it is not as if it's something that must take time. Assuming this thing pushed, you know, comes to effect, our poultry farm farmers are producing just less than 10% of what is needed domestically. Rice, we are spending over $2 billion in the importation of rice and poultry products into this country. Okay. Why is it so? So if you have that imposition, it is going to create a lot of problems. And it is not for nothing. All the major stakeholders are saying that they were either not consulted or they are completely against the move the minister is attempting to make. Mm. So, so for you, what must change about this ally for you to agree that it should be laid and, 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 and to help government achieve the aim of which it wants to introduce this ally? First and foremost, the exclusive authority given to the minister mm. has the potential of it being abused. Okay. 
It doesn't matter which minister, whether an NDC minister for trade or MPP minister of trade. Again, if you listen to the minister's defense, he said that the committee would determine whether the minister can renew a license or not and make their recommendation. Okay. When they mm-hmm. make the recommendation, the minister can choose to accept the recommendation or not. Mind you, the members who constitute the committee are all political appointees. And when we argue that it can be abused politically, it's because those who constitute members of the committee are all political appointees. So, for example, okay. if an MPP government field, feels that this importer is an NDC person, we need to deal with him. Or an NDC government feels that this importer is an MPP person, we need to deal with him. That is not the way to go. Okay. Now, as a former deputy trade minister, uh, what alternative policy do you think will help government achieve the aim for introducing this legislation? In 2014, as a result of the imposition of, 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 of restriction on small rice importers into this country, because we noticed that the small rice importers were those who were not paying taxes, they were those flooding the, the market because they can bring in goods at any point in time. When we imposed that restriction sometime in 2013, by 2014, we were able to reduce the importation of rice into this country by 40% and increase the production of rice by 60%. The measures we put in place, the first decision the Ministry of Trade took when this government came into office in 2017 was to lift that ban on small rice importers. And the ban was not for nothing. I was a deputy minister. Both the small rice importers and big rice importers petitioned the Ministry of Trade. I was asked to constitute a team to do an independent investigation. You know the people I use? I use Kofi Capito, who is a known MPP person. I use journalists from media houses. They went to Ivory Coast, brought in the goods, and I can tell you the report that was submitted to me as the then Deputy Minister for Trade by the team led by Mr. Kofi Capito was that we So we're still having a chat with uh, Mutala Mohammed, who is deputy, a former deputy trade minister, uh, to understand. Yeah. So, so yes, Chief, you're, you're back. You, you're making a point about how people brought you a report from Ivory Coast and then helped you in in such alternative policy. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, we had what we call uh, uh, equipment. Fertilizer w- was made free if you like to cocoa farmers. You remember? Yes. You also remember that farmers were given tractors at discounted rate and they were allowed to pay at within a particular period of time. All these things have been taken out. Fertilizer cannot be taught. In fact, in my farm, I had about 300 acres of rice farm. And each 100 acre of rice farm, I needed 300 bucks of fertilizer. Now, a bag of fertilizer was sold at 450 Ghana series. And I, so it means that multiply 300 by 450 mm. and times 3. Because if you have 300 okay. acres of rice, All right. so it is extremely difficult. What okay. you need to do... Okay, but, 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 but the, the, the minister in that interview with Evans Mensa explained that if yeah. you disagree with his decision, you can go to the High Court. So why are people like you still afraid of, of, of this legislation? The minister explained what? That when you disagree with his decision, you can go to the High Court and challenge that decision. So why do you still have some fears that there will well, be abuse if the power is given? I mean, listening to the minister, that was the most slippery comments I heard the minister made. 
people who are in the business of importing and exporting, particularly import, everybody knows. And Evans asked him a fantastic question. Evans said, look, anybody in this country, whether you legislate that or not, if the person feels unjustifiably treated, that person can go to court. Mm -hmm. And I remember Evans Evans asked him that. Yes. Why must must it take an importer to go to court to seek a ruling? This thing is needless. Okay. Put in the necessary measures, protect your domestic industries, put in the policy interventions that would... All right. You're still watching Joy's Prime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Stay with us. The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. No problem. Mala 2 is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for, the 39th National Farmers Day and Awards Night. All farmers, fishers, and agriculture enthusiasts get ready for an unforgettable evening of celebration and recognition at the upcoming National Farmers Day Awards Night and AgriFest. Join His Excellency Nana Adodankwa Ekufuado on Friday, 1st December 2023 at the University of Mines and Technology, UMAT Takwa, as we honor our hardworking farmers and fishers. From innovative farming and fishing techniques to sustainable practices, we'll showcase the best at an AgriFest for Monday, 27th November to Friday 1st December at the Ministerial Enclave, Accra. National Farmers Day Awards Night in AgriFest. We celebrate the heroes who feed the world. Yeah. 
Daddy, Daddy, <sighs> this tank is big! Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface like this. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Every day, people have money emergencies. I need my school fees emergency. Mama chop money. money emergency. Emergency emergency. Catch it. I'm your rent emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge and enjoyment. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Dial Star 770 Hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. In life, you sometimes seem to be cruising along. But just when you least expect it, things could go horribly wrong. Leave nothing to chance. Let Glyco Group help you achieve your goals with customized solutions for life and general insurance, healthcare and finance. Glyco, we cushion you for life. We are the university with 26 years of excellence in education now in Ghana. We are both the university offering degree programs in health information management, software engineering, network security, and computer forensics. Admission is in progress with up to 50% scholarships for the first 150 students. Locate us at East Ligon near ANC Mall. Call 0302-523782 or WhatsApp 020-990-4714 for more details. Both the university, vibrance, innovation, Pepsodent is aware that globally, one in two children suffer from cavities. That's why by giving her Pepsodent, you're not only protecting her teeth, but also helping her grow up and thrive at every stage of her life with a healthy and confident smile so she can succeed and achieve all of her dreams. Because every smile matters.
Welcome back from the break. Now, it's a two-horse race between the PRO of the Energy Ministry, Kwesi Obing Fosu, and Deputy CEO of the National Youth Authority, Akosu Amenu Koji, as the two battle um, to lead the MPP in the Adenton constituency. These two have stolen the spotlight as a third candidate, Winfred Nate, a polling station chairman, struggles to catch up. As we begin our build-up to the NPP's parliamentary primaries in the orphan constituencies, we shine the spotlight on the Adenton constituency where the race is heated. Kwekwansante of our Legal Affairs Desk reports. Adenton constituency remains one of the key battlegrounds in Ghana's political landscape. No member of parliament for Adenton has been re-elected since 2004 when the constituency was created. The NDC has won the constituency three times while the NPP has won it twice. And as the NPP prepares to elect a candidate to represent it ahead of the crucial 2024 election, the race has become heated as three persons lock horns vying to lead their party to unseat the incumbent NDC MP, Ademu Ramadan, PRO of the Energy Ministry, Kwesio Bain Fosu, believes he is the party's best bet towards attaining this goal. As I, uh, number one indicates a leader. If you have chosen one, you're already in the league. It means you are one, and all the others are behind you. You understand? And oneness, oneness in it form means unity. So it means I'm a symbol of unity. I'm the one that can bring everybody together. In the history of Adenta, anytime we are united, anytime we come together, we win. So we are far, far ahead. As I said, we are winning this contest. And because of that, our focus now is the NDC. So we have, we have, we have advised ourselves that we are not going to antagonize anybody. We're going to speak the language of unity, love, and then ensure that we have peace so that we can win this primaries successfully and then go ahead to win the general elections, both for the presidential and the parliamentary for the people. Kwesio Bainfosu says he speaks and understands the language of delegates more than any of his contenders. He is facing an uphill task as he goes against Deputy CEO of the National Youth Authority, Akosia Meinukozi. She wants to be the first female MP for Adentam, but not only that, she believes she is the best person to lead the party to unseat Ademu Ramadan. My um, campaign, one of the um, themes is the big tent. Why? Because the big tent is, as the delegates have said, Apatakesia. Everybody can come into the safety net of Kozi because she is welcoming, she's open, and she hasn't, um, she didn't take part in any of the divisive games that existed in 2020. And I believe that's the strongest selling point for me when it comes to that. Um, and it also goes to what I believe is um, the dynamics. Again, it goes back to what they are crying out for, that let's give it to a female. Yes, there's been a parliamentary candidate who was female, but she didn't get the nod. Well, let's try it this time around. Even when members of the um, opposition wished they had voted for uh, a female as a parliamentary candidate. The third aspirant, Winfred Nati, who is a polling station chairman in the constituency, cast himself as a grassroots candidate, but given his low popularity compared to Kwesio Binfosu and Akosia Menu, who are all national figures within the NPP, some have said the race has become a two-horse race between Kwesio Bainfosu and Akosu Amenu. The NPP is confident it will win Adentan because no MP wins twice. But it's obvious the quality and popularity of the candidate they elect will play a significant role towards this quest. It's a few days to the election and the candidates are ramping up campaign with a number of social activities. So who wins? Time, as always, will tell.
and the election headquarters will be here to bring you coverage of the primaries at the orphan constituency. So stay with us. This is still the Joe English Prime. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with showbiz. Here's the thing about us. We are all more than just one thing. Like Grace here, all her students call her the best teacher ever. As for Grace's teacher, all she can say is, hmm, she tries hard. On weekends, she's called Grace the Ace. And when you're in front, of course, you have a following. While at home, she has a following that is sometimes harder to impress. Well, Minister of Home Finance, we are impressed. That's why we offer every kind of banking solution for every kind of you. Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. Shop Macy's Cyber Monday specials for big savings on gifts they'll love, now while supplies last. Like 50 to 65% off warm winter coats, 50 to 60% off party-ready shoes and handbags, and 20 to 65% off the hottest toys of the season from Sharper Image, Discovery, Jeffrey's Toy Box, and more. Plus, get it faster with store pickup at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account, where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. 
JCPenney Cyber Deals are just a click away. Save through Tuesday at jcp.com. Finish your holiday list early and score thousands of online deals before they're gone. Cozy up to 60% off heated blankets and throws. Keep the fam extra warm in outerwear starting at just $14.99. And spoil someone special with our Yes Please Diamonds and Gemstones only $19.99. All the deals, all online. JCPenney, make your holidays count. Offers valid on select styles 31128 online only. Exclusion supply. Cyber deals excluded from coupons. See jcp.com for details. Why stress? Drink Kalipo, the natural fruit juice drink. This advert is... We are back, bringing you the latest lineup from Betway. Yeah, um, yeah. Betway starts strong with your front two, with free play Friday and swipe bet. I'm a foot man. In the middle, you've got all the control with cash out and build a bet. Plus, with win boost, you can boost your sports bet. At the back, they have smart picks and the partial daily jackpot. You always get way more with Betway. And you might see. approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Bet responsibly. No under 18. Terms and conditions apply. Betway. Get. Investment Limited. All right, so welcome back. Let's do showbiz now and see. It's been some days I saw this pretty young lady and she joins me. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I was going to sing for you, but I decided not to do that. But oh, you know, I missed you. You did? Yes. And I missed you. Like, I doubly missed you. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm. Well, I would have said that I like I missed you on a trip or no, but maybe I'll tell you backstage. Good. Yeah, so what are we doing today? Well, what's your take on music sampling? I've enjoyed music that I didn't know was sampled. So I think for me, it doesn't really matter. What matters is the message it's conveying, how it's sung. So. As long as the beat is okay for you, I'm you're cool. good. I'm cool. Okay, well, uh, many musicians and music lovers frown upon music sampling, but have we thought about how sometimes sampled music tends to emerge and even become bigger than the original rendition? Tonight, we delve into the fascinating world of song sampling. It's become a musical norm and is not a recent phenomenon. It's timeless. And let's take a stroll down memory lane. The topic of music sampling always sparks a debate, but sampling is not a recent phenomenon. One of the best samples of all time is dated to the greatest love of all. This is Whitney Houston's version released on 14 February 1985. You thought she was the first person to sing this song, right? Well, you got it wrong. George Benson sang it first in 1977. It peaked number two on the U.S. Hot Soul chart in the U.S. I've 
song was written by Linda Creed and Michael Mesa, topping the US music chart and peaking at number one. When Whitney Houston sang it, magic happened. the cover becomes the anthem. Dolly Parton poured her hat into I Will Always Love You. Each step of the way And I will always love you Then, Whitney Houston again breathed new life into those lyrics and soared to new height. Dolly Parton said, Whitney Houston's rendition reminded her of why she sang I Will Always Love You. And I just heard this voice come on the radio like if I should stay. It was like, it kind of rang a bell, but it didn't hit because she was kind of talking it. And then all of a sudden, it went into the I Will Always Love You part, and I had to pull off the side of the road, seriously, to listen to it. But it was one of the most overwhelming feelings I've ever had to hear that done so well so beautiful so big had no idea i'd written a song that could be that important these are examples of when samples are considered better than the original and right here at home do you remember this if you thought it was originally performed by uncle rexoma then you must revise your note Wakuma, that was by CK Man. Which of the two do you prefer? Well, what's your take on sampling? Does it breathe new life into classics? Or should some tunes be left untouched? For Joy News, I am Jacqueline Asma Yabwa. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, yeah. who would have ever thought that uh-huh. um, the original rendition was from CK Man? No, no. I think I've heard it. people shook into the venue to share their experience about the trans The 12th edition of Trotro Diaries, an award for the public transport system, popularly known as Trotro, took place over the weekend at the Sizzle Gardens at Osu. With over 200 people in attendance, the patrons shared their experiences about the transport's Trotro Diaries, also a social media platform where people share their commuting and travel stories and connect with young people across Africa, served as foundation for the award. The award ceremony celebrated people whose stories impacted the group positively.
It was an electrifying atmosphere as all attendees were treated to amazing music, jammer sessions, good food, lots of stories and education on public transport. Yao Odum, founder of Trotro Diaries, explained that over the years, the event has gained massive recognition and positive feedback for the impact it has on communities. Trotro, as you said, is something that people look down upon. And so the idea was that imagine people seeing these amazing things. We've been recognized by Facebook on two occasions, UNICEF, UNDP and all that. And so when people begin to see this, then they realize that irrespective of whatever you have in Ghana, you can build something amazing out of it. And that's what we're trying to do here. A few people who attended the event for the first time expressed their joy for discovering this group and promised to attend subsequent gatherings. I think this is my first time and I'm prom- I I'm promise you guys next time I'll be coming here. I'm going to tell you. The picture is already saying a lot. My friends are already excited. Like, hey, what's going on? And so I know for sure next year, come whatever, I think they're all going to come out here, and I think we're going to do big things. All right, thank you for coming, yeah? yeah. Next time we'll be there together, yeah? Definitely. Okay, that's how it is. Yeah, thank you very much for coming. Okay. So that's how we wrap it all up. But... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Remember to brush your teeth before you go to bed this evening and tomorrow morning when you wake up from bed. Uh, with either Pepsodent Cavity Fighter, Pepsodent Tackle, Pepsodent Hairball, or Pepsodent Triple Protection, because with Pepsodent, every smile matters. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Uh, up next is Prime Business with Emma Davis. Good evening. Investment Limited. There is something that drives you. The very thought of it fuels you. And even when the road gets rocky, you keep going just to get the results that matter. It could be about you. It could be the lives you touch. It could be about something dear to your heart. Such results leave a sweet lingering smile, a sense of fulfillment. That's why you work till late, yet rise with the sun. Yes. Your drive knows no limit. Do it with Stanwick Bank, where we spare you on to get the results that matter. 
Welcome to German Ozone Medical Center, the pioneer of ozone therapy clinics in Ghana and West Africa. If you are dealing with conditions like diabetes, diabetic ulcers, stroke, arthritis, bodily skeletal pain, viral infections and more, we invite you to explore the advanced complementary therapy. Rediscover your true self through our facial micro-nutri sauna for detoxification bringing forth the radiant glow you've always dreamed of. For exceptional dental health solutions, we offer services such as Digital Hollywood Zikonia Smile, Clear Aligner Treatment, Implant and Digital Dentistry. At the German Ozone Medical Center, our dedicated and friendly team of professionals are committed in providing you with unique and top-notch dental experience. Call us on 055 or connect with their trade partners all over the globe. From Ghana to Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Benin, Togo, Senegal, China, Morocco, France, Netherlands, and many other countries. We have made it possible to bring Ghana to the world. We have brought small and medium businesses closer to their customers across the regions in Ghana with our SME support facilities. We have brought relief and smiles to the faces of families with our employee personal loans. With our cutting-edge technology and digital support, we take the burden of complex thinking off you. Making life simple. That is who we are. As close as a partner. Bank of Africa. We are indeed the African bank with the global reach. Do you know that unforeseen medical emergency can drain your savings in the stock times? And as medical expenses increase by the day, why not pass that on to us at 8 Medical Insurance? Simply get a health insurance plan from 8 and enjoy a whole year of not worrying about hikes in medical expenses. 8 Medical Insurance, the new face of healthcare financing in Ghana. Customer, Ah, drone on a safe, 
One of our daily lucky winners. Dial star nine four six hash to play now. Or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com. Game Park is regulated by the National Lottery Authority. And it shall be given unto you a good measure, mm-hmm. pressed down, shaking together mm. and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it shall be measured unto you. Luke 6, 38. Thou shalt not beat around the bush. If it will tell you one, ask, and it shall be given to you. <laughs> Life is sweeter when you give from the heart. Fruitally, the all-natural fruit juice. This advert is... The business segment is brought to you by... Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Welcome to Prime Business with me, Emma Davis. A look at our stories. Concerns about inflation outlook has forced the Bank of Ghana to keep the policy rate unchanged. The Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana left the rate at which it lends to commercial banks at 30%. George Ruafe was at the Monetary Policy Committee press conference and has filed this report. Addressing the media here, the boardroom of the Bank of Ghana, Governor Dr. Ernest Addison, maintained that development in the global market ensure that they should still watch the space before they react when it comes to the policy rate. But core inflation remains high and is declining slowly due to strong labor markets. In the outlook, central banks are expected to maintain policy rates at high levels for much longer periods to contain the still elevated inflation levels relative to targets. The prevailing higher policy rates, long-term bond yields, and renewed strength of the U.S. dollar could continue to keep global financing conditions tight with consequences for emerging market and developing economies. The governor has also been updating us on the latest on the meetings with external creditors whether the funds will come in as required from the IMF when it comes to the second disbursement. I can tell you that from the last uh, briefing that I had, things were moving 
relatively well. Uh, over the weekend, we all saw the news of Zambia and what had occurred regarding the restructuring uh, process in Zambia because the creditors cannot agree on who takes a bigger haircut. This is really, should it be the bilateral creditors or the bondholders? And unfortunately, this has occurred in the case of Zambia. We are hoping that that will not happen with the discussions on Ghana. He's also been speaking about what should we expect or the timing for the cocoa loan syndication and whether it will indeed come on this year as expected. We expect the cocoa syndicated loan to come in before the end of the year. I have talked to cocoa board and they are very hopeful that the loan will be disbursed uh, sooner rather than later. Reacting to this development, economist Dr. Patrick Assuming welcomed the hold in the policy rates, but warns cost of credit will continue to remain high. He's been speaking to Joy Business. that the policy rates will be reduced, even though inflation is trending now. You have to understand that we are way off where we should be going to the medium term. I mean, beyond way beyond our medium term target, and. We haven't gotten to a stage where we can even begin to think that there's time for us to ease off. So I think, you know, the decision to hold the rate is just about what uh, I was expecting. I think the cost of credit will remain high for for the foreseeable future, even if they start, you know, easing up the policy rate, reducing it. We cannot expect that it is going to go down substantially. That's, that's not how central bankers act. You, you take small steps and you observe its impact on the economy, and then you decide. I think the other side is the general uncertainty and risk associated with doing business in the country. It's not just the policy rate that goes into the pricing of loans. You have to understand that if, if risk of giving loans, if MPS are rising, you respect that banks will, raise, will, will add a higher risk premium to the, the cost of credit. So all put together, I don't think the cost of credit is going to come down anytime soon. The total mobile money transactions in the first 10 months of this year reached a record 1.527 trillion CDs. That's according to data from the Bank of Ghana. This is compared with about 844.97 billion CDs. There's more in this report. In the first eight months of 2023, the total mobile money transactions stood at 1.19 trillion cities. However, the months of September and October, the value of transactions were estimated at 157 billion and 179 billion cities, respectively. The figures from the central bank that the month of October recorded the biggest mobile money transaction value. From the figures, month on month mobile money transactions have been exceeding 130 billion cities. However, it is unclear whether the government is meeting the electronic transfer levy target for 2023. On January 11, 2023, the government reduced the tax rate on electronic transactions from 1.5% to 1%. There has since been calls for the rate to be reduced further to 0.5% to encourage many people to avoid dodging payment of the levy.
Now, Calbank, as part of efforts to expose and support their customers to go global with their businesses, has organized a cooperation meeting between Turkish and Ghanaian businesses in Istanbul. At the second edition of Calbank's trade delegation B2B meetings in Turkey, businesses from both countries came together to explore potential partnerships, collaborations, and trade opportunities. Over 30 Ghanaian businessmen and women, all customers of Calbank, participated in the business trip facilitated by Latina Travel and Tours. There's more in the following report. The trade delegation B2B held in collaboration with Dake Turkey Ghana Business Council served as a platform for companies to discuss and establish business relations, exchange information and explore mutual interests. Head of Business Banking at Cowbank, Daniel Apia, explained the initiative. Cowbank for a long time, actually 13 plus years in Ghana has been at the forefront of business support. How we can support businesses in Ghana to go global and do very well. And you know, association brings us results. The fact that businesses can associate with carbon all over the world gives them credibility. So one of the key things for us for doing this, and this is the second one, and it's not going to be the last one, there's going to be a lot more. Has been about exposing businesses who form part of the carbon business to businesses out there, especially introducing them to businesses in Turkey. You know, Turkey has become the new frontier in terms of local business and SMEs. So to find ways and means of introducing them to big players in the Turkish uh, business industry, to help them to be able to you know form alliances and partnerships. That will help their businesses grow. He further explained that the objective of the cooperation meeting between Turkish and Ghanaian companies, apart from facilitating networking and interaction between these businesses, are also to open trade and investment opportunities where companies discuss potential agreements, import and export opportunities, and investment prospects. Daniela Pierre said that Calbank's B2B in Turkey is also to help participants gain insight into the business environment in each country. In as much as we are only looking at we are looking at meeting businesses here, businesses from Ghana who some are also into production, also looking at export as well into this frontier. Whereas those of them who buy goods and machinery and services from Turkey also looking for cheaper ways of doing business. And what's better than partnering partner with a brand like Carbon, which gives them credibility out here so that it helps them to be able to form those partnerships. Daniel Apia is certain more businesses will join the Carbank B2B meetings next year to explore strategies for entering and expanding their presence in the global space. That's how we draw the curtains on Prime Business tonight with me, Emma Davis. For more business news, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Do have a good evening. The business segment was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
Malay probably knocked you down, eh? Challenge no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Everything has a meaning. If you recklessly and maliciously destroy reputations, you must suffer the lawful consequences. For every story, there are many versions of what is true. If you comp Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Last year, which is 2,589 deaths, mm -hmm. added to this year, we've already passed 3,000 deaths in 15 months. Every opinion can be debated. The political construct of the national interest can be interrogated. You cannot call for abolition of the fourth republic in the name of seeking constitutional reform but some facts are hidden in the depths of interpretation it's amateur for the christmas that you give you vaccines to 80,000 and not receive payment so we check the facts the truth is that we are in the third way i don't think we, we, we should kid ourselves that Oh, maybe it's about coming in and all that. It is here. Raise the standards of intellectual discourse and present the issues on the altar of unbiased scrutiny. This altar is Newsfile, your most authoritative news analysis program. We must practice independence. Making it to Wednesday is a win in itself, and Dunkin' thinks you deserve a reward. That's why every Wednesday, now through December, Dunkin' Rewards members get a free donut with drink purchase. So whether you like your midweek pick-me-ups oozing with chocolate or filled with jelly, it's on us, because you deserve it. Save time and order ahead on the app with Dunkin' Rewards. Not a member? Join today. America runs on Dunkin'. Limit one classic donut per member per Wednesday. Terms and exclusions may apply. Participation may vary. Offer ends 12-27-2023. For Wendy's, this is ad ID YWDO1981000, perfect gift, 20% offer, revised, 30 seconds. 
Wendy's Peppermint Frosty and Frosty Cream Cold Brew make the perfect gift for anyone in your life. Especially for you. Yeah, this year you're sitting on your own lap and getting yourself what you want. Finally. And now every day this season, unlock 20% off your total when you get any small, medium, or large Frosty in the Wendy's app. So order something from your own wish list this year. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's with app offer and registration. Applies to menu items only. Taxes and fees excluded. JCPenney cyber deals are just a click away. Save through Tuesday at jcp.com. Finish your holiday list early and score thousands of online deals before they're gone. Cozy up to 60% off heated blankets and throws. Keep the fam extra warm in outerwear starting at just $14.99. And spoil someone special with our Yes Please Diamonds and Gemstones only $19.99. All the deals, all online. JCPenney, make your holidays count. Offers valid on select styles through 1128 online only. Exclusion supply. Cyber deals excluded from coupons. See jcp.com for details. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that trying to name your bike. Hmm, how about the Crusher? I guess it's not really crushing anything. The Silver Bolt? No. Oh, oh what about Pepper? Mysterious. Is it a pet or a condiment? Surprise! It's a motorcycle. <gasps> uh, no, that's stupid. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. It's credible and fearless journalism. News file with something Ladia Yenini. Sports segment is brought to you by... Commend the DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao, and tonight, Ghanaian-born ex-Germany international, Gerald Asamoah, uh, has called on the Ghana Football Association to stick a bit longer with Black Stars head coach Chris Hewton. As for those questions and concerns uh, regarding Hewton Stenner as the team's coach, and uh, it follows also the aftermath of Ghana's 1-0 defeat to Comoros in the 2026 FIFA World Cup qualifiers. But for Asamoah, who played for Germany, he believes that there is need for patience and a more strategic approach to the Black Stars coaching consent. Yeah, uh, what's going on? I think um, one of my friends, uh, Otoado, was the coach. He left, and I think a, a new coach, I think he's doing a good work. I think there are so many talented players of them. Kudu is one of them. And I, I believe in them. If they should stick together as a team, uh, they can achieve something. They can, they can achieve something, yeah. Right. Um, let, let's talk about your manager career, obviously, because at some point we've seen you start something. Um, what are your plans for the next years ahead? Um, now I'm an officer of Schalke, and I'm one of the head of in Schalke. And my plans is like being maybe being always be by Schalke, but being the the big boss. This is what I'm uh, willing to get, and I'm, this is what I'm fighting for also. Right. So in the last years, we've had clubs come to Ghana as part of probably talent um, identification and then picking talent. Once you are at Schalke, do you have plans of probably using your connections with Ghana um, to, to do same? Yeah, we have plans. I think we, we, we've, done, we've done it before. Uh, Tepete was one of the players we, we came for and it was, it was a Schalke. I think uh, have, have contacts in Ghana and if there's some talent, what we think we can afford, we, we are willing to always to come to Ghana and help out. Uh, I think uh, what we need is like 
continue with me. Somebody who will be long there to know, okay, hey, we have a project, let me say five years, and this, uh, this is a coach where we are going to. But what Ghana, what we have is like, Otto came out, I don't know how, how long Otto is, so no, no, not even a year, he left Chris also there. So it's like to have a coach to believe in him, to say, okay, hey, we have a project with you, maybe in five, in five years we're going to be there. So then you need to believe the coach, to work with the coach. So this is what I can say to the members, so maybe it will be an idea to keep along on the coach. Thank you very much, Jerry. Well, he has also been speaking about the need to, uh, for more young talents in the country to have patience for their growth and development. His comments come following the death of former Black Stars forward Rafael Dramina, who died on the pitch after a cardiac arrest earlier this month in Albania. Dramina continued to pursue his footballing career after challenges with his heart was initially diagnosed in 2017. Speaking at a presser earlier in the week, Asamoa urged young footballers not to go the same route. told me your percentage is under one percent so you have to decide if you can you can play or not but uh, my advice to the kids um i think life having a life having a life is the best thing you can have and so to decide to come and just go on a pitch to play. okay even the doctor says no i'll never give this advice to the players because um, football is what we love, but still life is something important. So there's a reason. If somebody should ask me, I always say, hey, keep on, stop playing soccer and do something else because it's so dangerous. I mean, we now you just said the name because I heard about the story also, and I think uh, he decided to go this other way. And I'll never motivate a kid to go this way because I think life is special. So I'll always say no. The former Shaka Ofor Mitsuda is currently in Ghana where he is undergoing a project with his foundation, the Gerald Asamoah Foundation, to provide free heart surgeries. The initiative sees the 45-year-old partner German Foundation, Kinderheisen, and the University of Ghana Medical Center. CEO of the University of Ghana Medical Center, Dr. Kwame Enimbuama, expressed his gratitude to the two parties for their thoughtfulness. We want to express our sincere gratitude to the Gerard Asamoah Foundation and as a Hayden uh, Foundation also for the very good work that is being done this week. This week we are seeing about 10 children having um, cardiac catheterization procedures essentially to help cure their what we call hole in heart um, conditions and these vary from various congenital anomalies mainly and these are children who have been born with these anomalies through no fault of theirs or their parents they are congenital and it happens sporadically but they are unfortunate to have it and the good thing is that um, the expertise for this surgeries especially with the interventional cardiac catheterization for children is something that we do not have readily available in Ghana. And so um, the coming of this mission 
is a really welcome one. And like Oliver Twist, we'll ask you to be coming more often, probably. The initiative will see 30 Ghanaian children being operated on, while 20 others will receive medical treatment in connection with heart issues. Well, let's take you abroad now, where Black Stars captain Andrea Yu and defender Alidu Seydou picked up red cars in the French League R, while Mohamed Kudu starred again for West Ham, leading them to a comeback win in the English Premier League. Well, here's a wrap of the top performance of some Ghanaian players abroad. Kudu's played a crucial role in West Ham United's 2-1 victory over Burnley in the English Premier League. Attacker midfielder was involved in all goals, forcing an on goal for the equaliser and setting up the winner. Kudus with the ball over oh, and in it goes! Thomas Sochek! Well, again, look at the ball in from Kudos. It's absolutely sensational, the ball in. It's an absolutely sensational ball in. And by the way, what a finish from Suchek. In another Premier League match, Antoine Semenyot contributed with an assist in Bournemouth 3-1 away win against Sheffield United. Semenyot to the edge of the box, shooting opportunity, and Bournemouth have taken the lead. And it's Marcus Tavernier cutting in from the right-hand side. A through ball that wasn't dealt with at all by the Blades' defence. And as Tavernier shaped to shoot, Wes Fodringham was... Over in the Saudi Pro League, Bernard Mensah playing for Altai scored a remarkable hat-trick as his team came from behind to defeat al Raid. In Serbia, Osman Bukari displayed his goal-scoring prowess, netting two goals for Red Star Belgrade in a 2-1 victory over Vojvodina. On the flip side, Andrea Yu had a challenging start to his time at Le Havre as he was sent off just two minutes into his debut against Nantes. The Ghanaian looking to get stuck in straight away, but there was a big clash with Jomet. And it's a straight red card for the veteran. Ayu sent off within minutes of coming on after a stud-up challenge on the non-defender. Alidi Seydou also received a red card as Clermont Foot suffered a 3-0 defeat against RC Lance. Well, there were wins for uh, Kumasi Asantekotoko and a draw for Krahata Folk and the Ghana Premier League. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.